0: Brother Time does not offer medical, financial, or any other kind of professional advice or opinion. This is just us talking about things we want to talk about. So take it with a grain of salt. So you kind of did the thing where you get quiet as soon as we start recording. I know. The, no one. It's it's like how they read it. The, you want me to read it again? But louder. no, no, it's good. I'll just turn it up when we <laughs> when I edit. I just think it's an interesting like. I All was right, trying we're to ready be... to
1: go. Yeah, no,
0: (laughs) that's one of my favorite, like, the guy who does those videos, so I was in the grocery store the other day, and you wouldn't believe how angry I, (laughs) you know the guy I'm talking about? I have no idea, is this a YouTube person? Yeah, he's on everything, I don't know where he originates, but he's on everything, people spread him, um, anyways... I'm Isaac, five of ten, and for vitamins I take magnesium, zinc, and calcium. Oh, is mag? Are those all vitamins? They're like minerals. I was, I was, yeah, I think they. They're oh, okay. in the vitamin aisle. Okay, I, I'm gonna and assume they're vitamins. Like maybe they're supplements, but are vitamins? I supplements. think they're minerals. But I, I can when I say vitamins, I meant the bigger category of like vitamins and minerals oh okay well i'm josh shade of 10
1: and i take these gummy vitamins because like the regular vitamins are really big are very large for adult vitamins and i have an unusually small esophagus and so big pills are harder to (laughs) swallow
0: (laughs) Just so you know, you don't need like a medical reason to enjoy gummy vitamins over pill vitamins. I I think, and not, not that I'm saying that's what you're doing, but you can just say to yourself that like, if it's in pill form, it's not going to get taken. If it's in gummy form, I'm actually going to take it. Therefore, I'm buying it in gummy form and I'm going to remember to take it. They're actually going to get eaten. Like, that's okay yeah. to do.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I mean, it, like the uh, like different protein powders there are. I used to buy the cheapest one I could find that had, like, a fair amount of protein in it. Because I was like, yeah. I just want the protein. Yeah. But I found that I would just stop taking because it was, like, gross and grainy and just felt like... Oh, it wasn't good. So I started buying the more expensive stuff, and guess what? It tastes better. Yeah. And I, I actually will, will take it. I'll actually yeah. take the protein.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's great. That's a good point. Of of exactly what I'm I was trying to say. You don't have to. Yeah. Sometimes oh, I don't and, take
1: my gummy vitamins so because I forget.
0: Well, yeah, but on the the vein of. Gummy vitamins. What were you? You had you wanted to talk about Flintstone vitamins a little bit. Is that?
1: Yeah. So you remember those Flintstone vitamins? I do.
0: They were yummy. This is going to be hard. Can we take a quick break? Yeah, we can talk about it right after break.
1: Okay. so Flintstone vitamins, these things when we are younger, do they, wait, do they still exist?
0: Yeah, they still exist. They have like a a see. berry flavor, but they're like soup. They're made out of... The, the formation is like chalky. Like they're not yeah. gummy, they're not pill. But they're kind of like a pill that you, chewable. That's what they're called, chewables. And that's yes. a category in its own. Yes, I
1: remember these from when we were younger. And these pictures I just looked up, they look... Pretty much the same um, yeah, but it's it's dangerous to eat too many uh, vitamins to take too many vitamins. It can do some bad things to you, like if you get too much of certain of the minerals or whatever's in a vitamin, you can um I don't know if it's called overdosing, but you can essentially overdose
0: on those minerals yeah it's it's some sort of toxicity. Um, but Susie, yeah, Susie has concerns about me doing that because I drink a lot of Monsters and mm-hmm. they have, like, 500% of your daily B12. And she she was posting to me, t- like, met short medical snippets saying that, that, e- that it is potentially dangerous to have uh. levels that are too high. And then I did my own research and it's like, they're still figuring out, they're just now finding some of the stuff that they thought there was no limit to what you could take they're starting to find that no it, it is actually dangerous in extreme amounts and because yes. technology makes it accessible in extreme amounts we're starting people are starting to ingest it in extreme amounts i seem to remember when i
1: was younger i like this could just be me thinking back to how I liked how the Flintstone vitamins taste tasted. I seem to remember like I ate too many one time. Like I got into them cuz they are basically like candy. Not the best candy, but they're like candy. Yeah. Like in Isn't that a little like should we should we be doing that? Should we be making Like, especially a kid brand, like something targeted for kids, you know, because if I if I were younger and I were on my own, like if I were really little and I got lost in a store and I wound up in a Flintstone vitamin aisle because, you know, each store has an (laughs) aisle dedicated to Flintstone vitamins and they're down at child right at your height. So you can yeah, (laughs) the marketing team wanted them right at eye level of a toddler so they're like a foot and a half off the ground, um, which, by the way, is about the right height where you could, you know, punt a football. Just random. <laughs> is that a random? Not lie? not not related to the height of a toddler at all. Just anyway, just thought ahead. Um, but yeah, like, is that right? Because if if I got a hold of them, I'd probably eat a lot of them, like
0: fistfuls. Uh- So you're you're asking if it's morally right to to have something taste like a certain amount of good like it Mm -hmm. that kids should have restraint with. And I'd say as someone I I struggle to get my kids to eat the right things enough if they will eat one willingly There's no way they're going to eat one willingly if it doesn't taste good. So I'm going to say the better they can make it taste, the better for me. And I just keep it out of their reach. Otherwise, they just can't reach. They haven't been able to climb. They've got kids safe lids. You know, they've they've got some precautions on them. Mm -hmm. Same with like we've got um, melatonin gummies that we give them at night i've had one before just to see what it tastes like and see how i feel Mm -hmm. um makes me sleepy Uh, but the the dosage is very controlled like you don't give them more than one gummy because that's you know what their body can process and easily shed off with water um but they they would probably if they got a hold of the bottle they would probably eat like 10 of them mm-hmm. they, and then we
1: I, I know we, we're talking about your kids so I don't mean to make a joke about a, a bad situation if it were to happen. No. but the idea that they just like eat as many as they can before they fall asleep <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me they're getting as I'm many getting as, getting as so they sleepy, can but... and then
0: they just <laughs> fall asleep each one they get a little more sleepy <laughs> yeah there's a 30 minute delay on those but i think i don't know it's with gummies there is a balance and it's not as good i don't think there's any vitamin gummy out there that is as good as like candy gummies Mm, the ones i have are
1: are pretty good like the first time i had one i was like dang like i would i would just eat like five of these pretty
0: easily yeah
1: you know if I had
0: zero self control I uh I got some vitamin C gummies that were really good they're like they're like the orange slices right oh wow yeah yeah but they're they're like super tangy and I really enjoyed them I could eat like five or ten of them vitamin C
1: is kind of like the cool kid Of vitamins.
0: Yeah, it's like it it boosts your immune system. So I don't I I don't think they found levels of vitamin C toxicity, but
1: yeah, the rest, all of it just goes out in your urine, which for that one in particular, it's my understanding. It's not. Yeah, it's you can't really get too much of it necessarily.
0: Yeah. And when you're when you're looking at vitamins and supplements the actual amount that they're putting in these is so microscopic in like the scheme of things so most of what's in those gummy is just sugar like it's just a gummy it's yeah the glucose the the different chemicals to make it taste good and have that gummy bounds to it it's such a small amount um but with the the orange slices i was i tried to see how many the kids would eat because it seemed like you know this is a vitamin that your body will naturally pass they had like one and then it was it it wasn't as interesting i guess or exciting yeah when it's when it's not forbidden, maybe. Do you you tried
1: to give them, like, three at once? Or you mean you no, gave I them just, to them one time, and I then just, the next time had, you tried, they...
0: I had the container, and I was like, here, do you want one? And they have took the first one. And I, I was snacking on them. I had, like, five. Yeah. And I was like, do you want another one? And they're like, no. No interest. Oh. Huh. Wow. Well, and I uh, thought those were pretty good. So. Yeah.
1: And when I said vitamin C, is like the cool kid of the vitamins. I mean, like, every time it's a vitamin C thing, they can make it taste good.
0: Yeah, it's it seems like the citric acid, I think, is what they use or something like that. I'm not yeah. a doctor. It is not a minimal. Anyways. Be sure you take <laughs> citric acid every day. One shot.
1: You have to have a shot glass that's dedicated to just pure citric acid. <laughs>
0: It's like a powder when they, it's like a, it comes in a powder form chemically. And there are people who buy straight up citric acid and eat it. Oh, like spoonfuls? Yeah. um, You know, the uh, Sour Patch Kids? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's part of the sour flavoring, like a big part of it. It's in a bunch of candies and foods, which makes me wonder if there's some sort of restriction preventing... Food manufacturers from stating they are full of vitamin C, unless oh, they do yeah. some sort of some sort of like additional regulatory process where they're like, ah, it's not worth it, right? Because I've seen
1: some gummies will very prominently say like full daily value of vitamin C on them, but not all of them. Yeah, and it just seems like that would be a slam dunk, so easy. Come
0: on, guys! What are we doing? <laughs> oh, I was just checking if vitamin if vitamin C is in mango juice, and it is. Yeah, it's
1: in it's in every fruit juice. Like I said, it's the cool kit of vitamins. Like everyone's like, "Hey, yay, vitamin C is here, sweet!" But then, like, like you can't you need to be careful about vitamin B. I think that's vitamin
0: yeah, that's B's the one. Like, Susie was Susie was telling me to be careful of, and that's what's in my energy drinks. Yeah,
1: it gives you... It does make you more energetic, but I think
0: that one you can get too much of. I think the problem I'm really running into is I'm not drinking enough water to wash out any excess amounts. That's what makes me actually worry about some sort of toxic toxic level... Right. ...of, of it, but I'm... I feel like I've been going
1: through phases of drinking enough water, drinking too much water, and then hardly drinking any water. I feel like I'm just designed not to drink a lot of water. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Because I feel like everything I see tells me you need to drink more water. You're not drinking yeah. enough water. And I'm like, get off my back.
0: I'm not thirsty. Right. I. I. I don't know. It's maybe it's water propaganda, like the water salespeople are trying big to get. Big water,
1: <laughs> big water's got their hand in
0: in the uh, in big big pharma. Yeah, that's that's the whole reason you have to drink a cup of water with every pill. Is there? <laughs>
1: They they could have made them gummies from the start, but like Big Water stepped in. Is like, no, you got to make these pills. No one likes pills. It doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) We we need to push more water. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Glad we unveiled a new conspiracy. Um, Let's let's take a quick break though. Uh all right. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about game design. It is something I think about quite a bit and you're you're you've also apparently been thinking about it separately, which I think is neat.
1: Yeah, I we've probably been thinking about different areas of game design. Mine is mostly yeah. in the video game area, but I'm sure there are a lot of very similar aspects to it. Just kind of what draws you in. Yeah to enjoying a game what keeps you there to and what what makes you want to come back right there are so yeah. many parts to a game that it's hard to really pin down which is more important than the other and I've started working on um, creating games and I haven't been able to actually put anything out there on like the app Store yet I wanted to do it already but I just, I can't get to that point yet. And part of it is, like, I'll make something, and then I'll start asking, like, why would someone want to play this?
0: Like, should I just put garbage out there? Oh, Maybe? Yeah, you're not asking the same questions that game developers ask. What they ask is, will this make me money? Uh Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like that is that's an issue of that capitalism is brought to games where it's a form of art that is just being sold right now like it's very rare to find a game where it was a labor of love where the person who made it was like this is going to be so fun people are really going to enjoy it and marketing in games tries to convey that hey we're just gamers too you know, we like playing games just like you, and we all love video games, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, they're just trying to... Like, if they weren't going to make money, they would not be doing this, right? Yeah. So, I, I've been thinking a lot about that as I've been um, working on these different gaming ideas.
0: But uh, what what's your take on it? Well, uh, as far as the engagement and enjoyment of games, I've been... I'm uh, immediately brought back to a memory with um, Abe and I as kids. Um, I had just played my first game of D&D with um, the Boy Scouts. We would play D&D on campouts occasionally. And we got back, and I wanted Abe to run a game. And so Abe, Abe was running this game, and essentially he was just letting me do whatever i wanted and like whenever i wanted to buy an item the item was there you know everything he was just handing me everything and it made me hate the game
1: <laughs> yeah and I was it was just gonna like, say that doesn't sound was,
0: fun even even as a child though it's like you think the game is about getting what you want but it's about it really is about overcoming challenges and setbacks that makes it fun. Um, so, especially if like for me, it's if they're more challenging, it can be more fun. But I've just found more and more there's that aspect of things that when you're designing the game, it's it's kind of if you're nice, it's kind of hard to be like, "Ooh, I gotta put in this setback, this setback. Yeah. I have to take something away from them." Or I have to cause something bad to happen that they're not going to like, but it's those things that make it engaging and fun.: Yeah, so
1: like one good example of that, which when I first came, when I first saw this, I thought it was really stupid. But only after playing the game, I realized it was actually a very good part of the game was in this game called Warframe it's the gameplay loop. Like when you're actually playing the game is very fast paced and you're going through like a mission and you can complete a mission in like two minutes. If you're really good at it Where yeah. you just go through and you do different things and then you win. Right. Yeah. There's a part of that game where you collect resources just kind of as you're going through a mission, you're getting different resources, and you need specific things from specific missions which only have a chance to drop in that mission, and that can be a really small chance. So that's one, just like this random part of collecting these different items to then build something, right? This, yeah. is, this is really the part I thought was dumb. When you build something, you have to have collected all these things, and then you tell it start building and it takes literally days in real world world time so there's no fast forwarding of that process when you just have a regular in regular gameplay you are just playing and then suddenly boom i can't get this item until 3 days from now like it's going to sit there and cook essentially yeah I thought that was so dumb at first. I was really annoyed by that because this is a fast-paced game. But then I realized, especially after getting my first thing back three days later, that it's actually really smart because I put that in, and now regardless of how good that thing is, I'm thinking three days from now, I've got a present that's going to be there waiting when I log in. It makes me want to log back in. And it adds kind of this longer gameplay loop of, you know, getting a reward that I created for myself. Whereas the developers could have just said, hey, you got all the items, boom, here you go. Like, immediately give it to me, and I don't think it would be nearly as fun.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's true, too. It, the, uh, the waiting and those things, I also <laughs> incorporate some of that stuff into my games where... Especially if logic dictates that it should take time. Like, it should take some time to build something from resources. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, some, I, I guess, frivolous... I, I don't know how to put it. Some Someone just dictated, well, you know, we want them to wait around, so let's make it take three days. No, it's like you're building... <laughs> it's building a complex thing, so let's keep the immersion and re- reality and not. So just give an instant gratification right. at this point.
1: And, and the, the good thing about that is they scale like simpler items, take 10 seconds to build. So you still wait 10 seconds. If you're like wanting that now, or you start one and immediately jump in a mission. And when you get out of the mission, it's done. Right. But then yeah. more complex things can take a week to complete and the one that takes three days is a pretty significant part of the game like it it's like unlocking a completely different gameplay part of it where you do you act very differently in these levels and completely changes the experience
0: that sounds really cool actually but with that with that game in particular it sounds like they're the same missions that you're going on Pretty much. There there are,
1: so each each mission, there are a ton of different missions, but there are different, there are only a few types of mission, like where you go in and you're trying not to alert anyone, you're sneaking around, that's one type. Another one, you're just going through and beating all the enemies there, you know, and then sometimes you have to protect a point, like protect an area from the enemies. Like there are a lot of different types of missions or there are only a handful, handful of types of missions, but there are a lot of different missions. They fit into okay. those different, different types.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's kind of neat. And with your, um, with your game design, are you, you're bringing some of those aspects in? Yes. Of like, I want to pick, I am want to pick
1: all the things I really enjoy and appreciate about, games that i've played and just kind of morph them into a single blob of a game that is just the purest form of enjoyment that i get out of games just condensed into a neutron star of a game you know yeah like taking all the different vitamins and just squishing them into a single gummy (laughs) vitamin.
0: (laughs) But you you don't want to play
1: too many of these games at once because you can overdose on the, the vitamins that are good in single, single doses, but bad in in multiple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what you come out with. You should. Pr- I think you should do like a basic game to start, though. Yeah. But what I've seen from what you're doing is really complex. Yeah. And cool. I, I am prototyping
1: just the bare bones gameplay loop, and once I have that really solid, I can start building um, more of, I guess, the artistic part of the game. The artistic part of the game, where it's actually the
0: level design, the characters, and things like that. Okay. Very cool, um I wanted to talk a little bit about pranks um what about pranks uh, um i I decided to pull a prank on my wife um I have a few days I've had a few days this past week where I was at home doing work from the computer some design work, some bookkeeping type things yeah and I Tax was able season. To- yeah, it's it's tax season. I haven't got to that that part of the bookkeeping yet, but um, we have these piles of clothes on the floor, and I thought it'd be a great prank to. Um, we've they've been there for a while. What always happens? I don't I don't um, mean this, this. I don't mean this to sound bad in any way. So I apologize in advance if it does. But I'll throw like, I'll I'll leave a sock on the floor oh, and then awful. everyone else's clothes get piled on top of it this is what happens like it's like it becomes a fair game spot <laughs> and so now you can't on. find the sock anymore yeah that's awful no but the thing is like <laughs> i don't want there to be a pile on. I've, I've already outlawed piles of clothes on the floor but because i started it i can't blame anyone but i didn't even know my sock was there but what usually happens is i pick up the pile and then i find oh this is my fault my socks at the bottom of this i started this mm. anyways as a as a prank what i decided to do was um collect all the uh all the laundry on the floor and wash it mm. and dry it yeah that's and then, that's, that's uh, a good prank cuz and then i was going to my my point was to pretend like i don't know how that happened i was just doing office work all day and it hey got but um yeah. i started this this prank on on friday it is sunday and i'm still doing laundry i've got like 14 loads of laundry or something insane <laughs>
1: Oh man! Wow. Do you guys do you employ the same philosophy you have about glasses to clothes? Like you just throw them away or wear once
0: and then? <laughs> like you, it feels like that right now, and it's not—they're not my clothes. Like I've—I I've finally, this morning, right before we started this podcast. I finally put a load of my laundry, and I think that's all I have. It's just one load for me. <laughs> um, oh, wow. You, you guys wash your laundry separate. I, I do my laundry. She typically does the rest of the laundry, except oh. for this prank, which I, I re- regret. I feel like I opened Pandora's box. Yeah, and you've, you've shown said, that like, you
1: have this capability because the first the first thing I thought of when you were describing the situation where you leave a sock and then all laundry just piles on top of it it's like the same thing with dirty dishes in the sink same- yes
0: no you're a hundred percent right I'll put I'll rinse a dish off um and there's nowhere else to put it at the time because there's like preparation stuff everywhere that still need to be. I'll rinse a dish off and leave it in the sink, and then the next day I'll come in, and there's a stack of dirty dishes in the sink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's against the rules to do that, but I started it. You did. So yeah. I opened <laughs> open the door. It's a game of chicken. They who's
1: who's going to do it first? You know?
0: Who's going to go through
1: with leaving the dish because the first person that's a little too lazy or just uh, I don't feel like it right now leaves it in the sink
0: and it's me that's me
1: yeah i i, I start it sometimes sometimes it's cuz the dishwasher's full and still needs to be run so sometimes it's cuz the, the
0: dishwasher's empty
1: <laughs> and you just don't <laughs> you don't want to ruin that you don't want to you want to let the dishwasher be empty for a little while. let it breathe for yeah, a minute it needs to breathe a little <laughs> It's tired. Just give it a break. It's <laughs> holding dishes all day. <laughs> uh, isn't technology amazing? Like, sometimes I think about how we just put things in the dishwasher. I hey, no. We, like, you know, six real world hours later, or how I usually set a delay on it to run at night or something. It's like, okay. you get a little present that you set up for yourselves. You know. Yeah. Like you get clean the, dishes. I
0: pr- I appreciate that you see it as a gift because a lot of people see it as a task and it's like it did the work. You just have to move and like put things away from the task that it did. Can you not appreciate that it did the task of washing the dishes? Just like the laundry machine. I'm not actually scrubbing and I keep thinking back to like when people had those washboards and they would sit there with each item of laundry and scrub it against a washboard oh
1: like in the cartoons yeah
0: in the cart that was that was people in the past before washing machines came out well Um, there's an
1: instrument where you run like a stick across a wavy piece of metal they would just use that instrument to clean clothes in those uh, cartoons it's like a funny joke or whatever. It's like, why don't you just use a washing machine?
0: <laughs> yeah, why? Why didn't they back then? Yeah, well, it's so silly <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> or train your horses to do the motion? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: a mouse wheel, but for horses.
0: Yeah, I wonder why exactly. they didn't think of that either. I mean, like mouse wheels.
1: Yeah, just you know what they
0: were—they were too lazy to think of that kind of stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I think so, too. Like, getting up at 4 a.m. to milk cows, because that's what everyone did back then. Right? Like, everyone had their own cow. Must have been nice, huh?
0: Yeah, I think we give ourselves too much credit for thinking of stuff. I didn't invent the dishwasher or the the washing machine. But if you think about it, you
1: did, because you're related to everyone before And if you pretend that it's all just a continuation of the next person, the next person, the next person, you did. Unless the person who invented something's in the same generation as you, then... Which, strangely, people will still think that they're part of it if it was invented in their generation. Like, they take ownership of it.
0: Yeah, like, we invented the
1: internet, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, or... Only 90s kids will understand this thing. It's like, okay, like you were sold this thing in the 90s and now you're proud of it. Great. You know, it's like that idea of taking ownership of something that you had nothing to do with.
0: I feel like that's that's what we do a lot. It's one
1: way to make ourselves feel better. Um, yeah. Even more so to make ourselves feel superior to people that are not in whatever we just described, you know?
0: Yeah, that seems like a a coping mechanism for our egos. Like, why why do we deserve a better life than people in the past or as good a life as everyone else in this time? Uh, you kind of lost me with that one. My yeah.
1: brain was not following. I think I <laughs> overdosed on vitamins or something
0: because I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I I like to think about that f- type of philosophical stuff mm-hmm. um as far as like who deserves what and why. Um I think everyone has to sort of write their own philosophy though. I think uh that's what Valerie's kind of been doing is writing her own philosophy with her exploration of her feelings about religion and people and love and mm-hmm. I think it's great. Did you go through a phase where you sort of wrote your own philosophy or, like, the the core of it?
1: I think I went through a phase where I really wanted to be profound when I was a teenager, but that's mostly just embarrassing at this point.
0: Um, yeah. Because... That sounds really neat, though, that you now look at it that way, and that's that's probably how I would look at it if I had a, a phase during I mean, the teenage years. I think...
1: I think your people are not really being honest with themselves if they don't say that any version of them past their past selves that is different from now is embarrassing now. If that
0: makes I, sense, I separate myself. I've noticed that I'm more comfortable doing that as I see them almost as a different person. It's like it's like being at different parts of. A road. Like, a road that goes out into the boonies and has big potholes and all this other stuff, and then it gets to the city and it's, like, nice and paved and clean you know, and, mm-hmm. and large and yep. has, you know, it's well maintained and all this stuff, and I look back at that part of the road it's the same road, right? It's the same road, but I'm this part of the road that's more polished and that part of the road I used to be that, but it's it's part of a stream, I guess. That Ooh,
1: could you imagine if you could see a head in that road? Like, everything's nice, and then you just see, like,
0: a swamp that you're about uh, to go through? Yeah, that would be... I mean, I think part of what you, you try to do is constantly improve, or what people should try to do, I should say, is intentional focus on improvement. No one wants to get hooked on meth and then destroy their family. Right. And go back, backwards philosophically and, you know, change what they care about through addiction or other. I feel like that that's fresh on my mind because I'm seeing that a lot in, in co workers and stuff. Oh, that's addiction just destroys. Like they're on a path and they're improving but addiction gets the better of them and it just destroys everything like they become different people and they they go back they don't even revert they become a worse version of themselves than they've ever been before yeah
1: it's addiction is something i've i've really been almost afraid of because when you see someone I think someone, that's a
0: healthy fear
1: it i mean because when you see someone who who has an issue with some kind of addiction it's always like if you knew them before they are different and yeah before they would have probably said oh me never i would never do xyz right but it's they're completely they're just different now and they they want the thing that before they would have been almost afraid of or just really looked down on. Now they want that thing? It's like smoking. Everyone, even people who smoke, will admit that it is a filthy, disgusting habit. Like, and you can tell someone's a smoker. Like, they always have a smell about them. Yeah. And yet, they do it. They, like, willingly do it. They spend ridiculous amounts of money on cigarettes.
0: (laughs) Yep. That's, That's true. That's like it's a fight that they they lost or they continue to lose every day if they're trying to get out of that but i think being afraid of addiction is wise because if you've looked at before and after of people yeah or even during during people's fight with addiction they their mind the some of these substances just absolutely warp your mind and your priorities and people will happily live in squalor on the street yeah if it means on occasion they can chase that high and that's terrifying and i my ah, my heart goes out to those people in those situations at the same time i i am afraid of it because i don't think i'm any better than that any better than them yeah like i i struggle with addiction to sugar mm-hmm. sugar like i I, there are plenty of people in the world who, who can easily manage how much sugar they take, and I, I'm getting better at it. I'm improving, so I don't want to beat myself up too much. But I have more sugar than I should in a day, and it is really, it's really hard to control the impulses. So something like meth would probably just destroy me. Yeah, methamphetamines or any any of those the heroines of the world, those newer drugs that are out, the uh, that are just killing people. So like so many people are overdosing off of off of things. Anyways, I I didn't really want to go into that, but I here we are. Here we are. But back to the point of writing a philosophy. Oh right. <laughs> that, seems... that that was the topic, wasn't it? Um <laughs> I guess I didn't have a lot to say on the topic like I not you your your younger self you tried to be profound I thought that was interesting but it was who were you trying to be profound for no one that's that's
1: the other embarrassing part about it I was I was writing things in a notebook that I kept secret and would not show anyone and didn't want anyone to see it
0: I did that in my adulthood, so I feel like you were a few years, <laughs> a few years. <laughs> that, I mean, where I would just like I'd find a quote that I thought was so interesting, and I'd write it in, the, and I'd like dissect it, and then try to expand on it, and really wrap my head around like what it meant to me, and then I I definitely kept it to myself, also. Mm. Yeah, in my my late twenties. But you were doing that as a teen, so...
1: Yeah, so obviously, because I knew everything back then, I would have been like, mine is probably more profound.
0: (laughs) Probably. Uh, um, Let's take a quick break, if you don't mind. Uh, But I, I still... Back, back already. I still wanted to talk about uh, some family news. Do you have any family news going on?
1: Uh, n- no. Uh, not, not personally, although I see in the notes that um, mom bought a
0: house. Mom actually bought a house. This time for real. She bought a house. The offer got accepted. I don't know if she sent out another email. The last one that she bought she put in an offer on. Um, the inspection came back and it failed the inspection right so they couldn't get a loan on the house because it was in such bad shape that the bank wasn't going to finance it right this one i think they paid cash for i i don't know if they got an inspection hopefully they did or there was an inspection that was usable to to comfort them in buying it so they actually did buy a house Um, and with that I'll probably be making a trip up to Texas to help install flooring in it
1: yeah cool you said up to Texas so does that mean you're in Mexico
0: no up. uh, sorry elevation up to I'm really low elevation right now
1: oh okay no I'm just kidding kidding. (laughs) I was gonna say you know you know you're in elevation
0: (laughs) That's a, no uh yeah down to texas i guess south south down it's not up or down just so you know it's like like left or right depending on anyways that's true like i wonder
1: if if we considered the south pole to be the north pole like and everything was flipped like would we how different would we look at things differently no wonder because yeah yeah i look at a map and i say i'm going up and down
0: Left and right. Technically, the I think the equator is like the widest point of the Earth, right? Like it gets wider at that point due to the rotation. Yeah, it's it's
1: not a perfect sphere. It's kind of like a slightly flattened. Very, very slightly. I, well,
0: flattened. yeah, I think it's, it's like so close to perfect, though. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about how close to perfect it is. He was like, there's humans have never created a sphere um, remotely close to as perfect as what the earth is, or something like that. Like, we, anyways, that that's, sounds like something Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> would say. How does he, as he looked at a basketball, those things are pretty round. I don't know, man. Like, well, he's talking about how, like, the highest peak mountain and the lowest is in the lowest depths of the ocean those are still like in, insignificant incredibly insignificant to the overall shape of the world
1: yeah yeah no i w- i was joking a moment ago yeah oh. no it's because <laughs> okay. there was a picture floating around of the earth where it purported to show the difference in like height and things like that. And it made the yeah. earth look like a, a big chunk of like rockiness, like a, a big dip here, a big point here. But it was completely false. Like that's not at all right how it is. Like the difference in height and depth, like you said, is so insignificant that you wouldn't be able to tell that there is a difference. No. Yeah yeah i i think we took our last break so are we
0: is a podcast ending? Yeah. yeah this is this is the end oh okay uh, who who won i mean you're yeah i think the listeners won this time if you thought you were gonna get a free win i don't think they were playing i yeah. I, I actually
1: i'm here i was playing this whole time so.
0: J- josh have you not got a win in a while and you just need a win uh, is that what you're saying actually i'm not i'm not sure
1: do I need to... Well, I always need to win. Let's be real. Like, I mean... Why are we here?
0: Okay, Josh. You know, just for, just for that. You... Um, you win. Okay. You were really...
1: You were really holding out. Like, I thought you were gonna... I know. I, I, I went back and forth, like,
0: four different times. <laughs> Should I get it? <laughs> um, but the listeners are the real winners. Because... Um, Congratulations, uh, d- listeners! <laughs> yes, uh, I just want to say thank you for listening, listeners. Um, if you like the podcast, please subscribe to to hear more of it, rate, review, and you can reach us online anytime at brothertimepod. dot com. Brother, brother time I, I always say that weird. dot com. Yeah, it's, did you say brother pod time? Brother, brother time, time
1: pod.
0: dot com. Yeah for the time <laughs>